Hello everyone, and welcome to the show, Highly Illogical. This is the Star Trek Real Play podcast, where we play a game in a universe that is inspired by Star Trek. Star Trek is property of CBS, and Star Trek was created by Gene Roddenberry, and this is a Roddenberry, excuse me, and this is a fan production. A couple thank yous for this episode. Thank you to Veronica, that's a typical Veronica on Twitter for production assistance, and thank you to Stacy, that Daphne Stacy on Twitter for some more production assistance, and you'll see her playing a, a character here, which is uh, uh, which is very fun. <clears throat> Uh, if you are interested in hearing more about the show, we are on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash illogical and on twitter.com at illogicalshow. Also, if you are interested in participating in the show, Starfleet is expanding and we need you to discover new life and new civilizations. Uh, send us your personal logs that your characters created to highlyillogicalpodcast at gmail.com. The intention of the show is to have a big ensemble audience where we record often, and if you make it, that's fine. If you can't make it to the show, it's no pressure. It's it, it's it's that sort of a, a commitment. And if, if you want to participate in an adventure or in more than one adventure, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, hearing your personal logs will help us uh, understand your audio quality and make sure that you're a good fit for the show as well. I, I think that's all that I have out front. So uh, with no further ado, here is episode one of ideological called shakedown thank you live long and prosper henry what's your character's name uh, or sorry i'm so sorry um harry everett sterling Can you say that for me one more time everett uh e-v-e-r-e-t-t sterling s-t-i-r-l-i-n-g i hope a lot of people are going to be yelling sterling sterling <laughs> okay so we have commander everett sterling perfect Taylor, what is your character's name? Uh, I am Tolan the Pain. <laughs> Tolan the Pain? Uh, yes, it's T-H apostrophe Pain. Oh, that's right. I forgot um, your your character race for just one second, and I thought you were giving me a D&D name. Oh, no. That's our antenna, uh, Lieutenant Commander, Third in Command, and um, Helmsman. Okay, um... Ben, give me your character name. Asher Cunningham. Oh, dang. That's a good name. That's great. Yeah. That is Lieutenant Commander, um, and that is uh, our CMO, our Chief Medical Officer. The, the crew would probably call him Ash, like if they know him good. Gotcha. Just for your guys' edification, the commanding officer is Captain Stephen Wilson right now. The communications officer is Lieutenant Avinash Kumar. Uh, tactical is Lieutenant Junior Grade Michael Coffer. Uh, Chief Engineer is Alexi Ivanov. Um, Assistant Chief Engineer is Kaylin Hayadera, I think is how you say her name. Let's, really let's sure. just change that right now. The that, last name is too hard. That's a player character. The name they give me. We're not going to say it in this session. She's okay. not even going to be here. That's too hard. Okay, <laughs> I will tell her she's fired and she must change her name if ever to play with us. Your name is Ben. That's Ariel, by the way. Is oh, who that is. I'll tell her right now. You'll tell Ariel right now? Okay. And um, our ship's counselor is um, Alexa Ducas. I said that wrong. You did not even try to say my name correctly. <laughs> Aleka? Aleka? How do you say Let's it? Let's change it immediately. Okay. <laughs> you need to find me a new name. All right. So. Done. There's an unknown ship's counselor, but that makes sense because she's one of the newer additions to the crew. Uh, Harry, were you able to get into roll 20? I was, yeah. You guys not seen me there? 
Okay. Oh, I was, wasn't there at all. I was looking at you guys' beautiful faces. So, sitting before um, on the screen, what you guys can hopefully see is the bridge, sick bay, engineering, and then the ship, uh, Excelsior class starship. Its ship is the our ship is the USS Grace Hopper. And Veronica, as soon as you have a name, um, hold again. Oh, thanks. <laughs> If anyone is non-human and wishes to disclose their race, please feel free to do so. That's not too intrusive of a question to ask. Dorian, I'm blue and I have antenna. Yeah. <laughs> do you have um, shock white I hair? I do. Thank you for asking. Awesome. Mm. Uh, I have decided on the name Helena. Helena, that's perfect. And what is your species? Betazoid. Betazoid. A beta's right, sorry. So Helena Ducas. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. You guys ready to start? I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my god, in a few seconds I'm gonna be GMing a Star Trek game! <laughs> ah! Okay, just uh, FYI, everyone, um, if you haven't played Baby Horlitz, A O K, we're going to be very um, new friendly, very role play focused, I, I, I think. So all you need is 4d6 or the ability to roll something and get one of three alternatives with equal probability. Um, on a d6, one and two is fail, three and four is neutral, and then five and six is succeed. So if I roll this right here, for example, I got a four, a six, a six, and a three. This is a plus two. I succeeded twice. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And that is the basic mechanic of a fake core game. Alright, we begin with Helena Dutas. So where am I? You are wherever you possibly think you'd be in the ship. Let's say you're in your quarters. <laughs> okay. Or your office. Your, your council. You have a. I feel like I would be in my quarters. You're in your quarters. Information counselor. Incoming priority one communication. Okay. So I listen to the message. Okay. Well, it's a communication. Like someone's trying to call you. Okay. Gotcha. You uh, open up your computer and your localized interface and you see that it's from Starfleet Intelligence. You're under orders to immediately receive any communication from Starfleet Intelligence, no matter what you're doing. Just drop it and to listen. I'm going to roll my eyes a little bit and then just listen. Okay. Or accept the correspondence. You open it up and you are surprised and perhaps dismayed to see your mother on the, on the main view screen. And she says, You are in the presence of Lavian Ducost, proud daughter of the third house of Beta Zed, holder of the sacred orb of Naish, matriarch of Beta Zed, and advisor to the elected one. Hello, mother. How are you, Emzadi? I was great. I miss you dearly with the life choices you have made bringing you to deep space, but I don't call on Starfleet intelligence channels in order to talk about life choices and what they are. I assume that there is some urgency to your call? There is, my daughter. You have always been one of great gifts, and the Elected One has been speaking to Starfleet Intelligence, and they believe that these gifts might be able to help the Federation in a time of great need, which is not something that Betazoid takes lightly. We trust you, all of us, the advisors to the Elected One and the matriarchs of Beta Zed, and I wish to let you know that you are not constrained by any rule of your upbringing or of my good heritage as a proud daughter of the Third House of Beta Zed, but only by the dictates of your conscience. Okay. I shouldn't keep you. 
I think that as soon as I had let you know that, that somebody else wished to speak. I'm not sure who. So you understand that she is meaning you could, if you so choose to, if the only constraint being your conscious, use your telepathic powers un- unchecked. Okay. I shouldn't keep you. I think that as soon as I had let you know of that, um, that someone else wanted to speak to you. I'm not sure who. And then the comp was dead. And then you get another Starfleet Priority 1 intelligence on Starfleet intelligence. Wow. This doesn't happen every day, does it? No. <laughs> okay. You tend not to be hailed by Starfleet intelligence very frequently. Okay. And it's Admiral um, Hasten. Admiral Robert Hasten is the face that appears. And he goes, Good morning, Ensign. Good morning, sir. Ensign, uh, your ship is on an important mission. I'm not sure if you've been briefed on it or not. As what I understand, only senior officers on that ship have been. Um, but it is tactically significant. We're really worried about greed infiltration on your ship, specifically Romulans. I want you to do whatever you can to see if the critical officers on the ship who are involved with its mission do everything you can to make sure they haven't been compromised. And in the event that they have, I want you and or the chief medical officer, if you believe that he is trustworthy, to relieve him of their command. And I'm giving you that authority. Understood. Okay. Don't disclose that unless you need to. Good luck, Anson. I expect regular reports. Okay. Anson is out. He gives you some text things and it suggests that you um, interview the doctor if you haven't already at your soonest convenience. Okay. I'll immediately head towards the doctors or towards the bay. Okay. Um, Everett Sterling? Yes, sir. You, like our counselor, are very, very new to the ship because you are a mission-specific personnel. You are the mission specialist, basically, for this mission and the person who is... is, um, um, facilitating it happening. Where do you think you'd be? Uh, probably on the bridge. Uh, okay. Reading at the science terminal, I assume. <clears throat> Trying to okay. catch up on uh, all the necessary information about my new post. Okay. Sounds good. Now, you have the comm, by the way. Captain Wilson is not on board, so you are the officer in command on the bridge. Yes. Um, and then, Tapain, are you on the bridge? Uh, I would also be on the bridge, yes. Okay. Uh, Commander Sterling, you are aware that Tapain has been um, briefed. Um, I briefed him myself as the GM, so he understands the mission. I'm here. Okay. And the main computer is scheduled to come on pretty soon. So you know. Um, why don't I have you and Mr. Tapain give me a couple of skill checks to try to integrate the computer into ship systems? Uh, sure. What would I be rolling for that? Hmm, let me take a look at a character sheet. I got my character sheet up in another tab here. While we're looking, I do want to just make one correction. It's it's a soft TH instead of a T. Um, I am not... Can you say it for me? It's the pain. So like a th. The pain. I'm saying bringing the pain. Yeah. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> oh, that's so not good. <laughs> Some kind okay. of crafter knowledge check? I'm thinking crafter knowledge, yeah. Okay. Unless there's a pretty specific to your character reason you think another skill would be appropriate. No, craft sounds fine to me. Okay. 
Go ahead. Uh, okay. Oh, wow, I rolled so bad. Um, <laughs> I rolled two ones and two twos. Um, <laughs> so that's a minus what did you, four. What did you roll? To pain? Uh, I or... I got a wash, so I'm at zero uh, with my craft and my roll. Okay. <laughs> so things are looking pretty okay, and then they're not. And Sterling, especially, you have inter- uh, interacted with this computer pretty uh, frequently. It, it being software, being so able to be with um, uh, a sort of Starfleet or Federation sense of morality is why this is being pushed forward so much. So the fact that you can't get it to satisfactorily respond to you mm-hmm. uh, before it's integrated in the ship system seems strange. You're going to have to do more tasks. Okay, that does sound strange. We'll have to make sure the system hasn't been compromised in any way. Yes, sir, that's a good idea. I should investigate the security systems in place. I'm going Thank to... you, Commander. We appreciate that. Um, and so just step out of character for a second, Stam. Uh, sure. The system that I'm trying to bring up is the new system that my character created, or do I have that like somewhere else? No, it is it is your creation. Okay. Um, the cool. crew hasn't been briefed yet, but I, I would want to say to everyone right now that it is just an artificial intelligence um, that is going to be integrated on the computer. Cool. Just so you know, I'm not tiptoeing around anything, so um, player characters can just have as much fun as possible. <laughs> All right, so I am going to go ahead and patch in the uh, science controls to the uh, the captain's chair and take a look at the source code and see if I can figure out if anything looks out of place. I know that'll take a while, but I'm, I'm patient for this sort of thing. Okay. I'm, I'm not super familiar with fate, but I do know that, that there's a way that you can say that I do every action. Like, say I can do crafting quick, or I do it strong. You know what okay. I mean? But it, uh, we're going to do it where you do it taking your time on it with advantage. Okay, cool. So um, you're going to be tied up in that for a little bit of time. That's fine. And that sounds perfect. That's great use of your time. Uh, Mr. Cunningham. Yes. We're um, sometime in the morning. It's maybe 0900 hours. Do you think you're in sick bay? Yeah, I'm probably in there checking on things. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Ship's counselor enters sick bay. And she's new and everything? Yeah, relatively. Her and the XO, uh, the, the, the first officer, are, are pretty newly assigned to the ship. There's a couple new personnel too, but it's mostly just those officers. And you probably never met a beta site before. They were only integrated into the Federation about 30 years ago, and she's one of the very first generation of them to make it through the Academy. Is he a doctor? Yes. yes. I'm a oh, doctor. Okay. <clears throat> Dr. Cunningham. Uh, you're our new counselor, uh... Yes, I am. All right. Can I roll to see how he feels about me? Your character can do empathic abilities and read surface thoughts as a mundane action, meaning without even rolling. Oh, perfect. You only need to read in order to, like, read minds and that kind of shit. You're very powerful that way. Okay. How do you feel about me, Dr. Cunningham? I say with my feelings towards your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this new person that we got on our ship now? Uh, I wonder if she's got a chance to interview anybody yet. Figure out the crew morale and stuff like that. Goddamn, we'll be 900 hours on a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I went to try and figure out if he... If he's been compromised. Okay. 
So just immediately doing that. So should I try to read his mind for that? Yeah, as ship's counselor, it can be your prerogative to interview crew members at your discretion. So you could set up an appointment for him to see the counselor's office, and you know, you it's known that you're an officer with a mission-specific autonomy. Mm-hmm. So you could say, "Doctor, I need to set an appointment with you when when screen your in your schedule. What, what can we go to your office?" Sort okay. of thing. Doctor Cunningham, I request your presence at a meeting sometime before one p.m. I'm sorry, 1300. <laughs> well, uh, sick not really too busy right now. I mean, nobody's here yet, fortunately. Uh, I'm good anytime you are. Okay, I'm going to ask him to come to my office because he doesn't know who I am really, and so I'll try and use that to make him feel less at ease so that he's more forthcoming and he'll try and just tell me what he knows so he can get out of there. Sounds good. Do you, do you go with Dr. Cunningham? Uh, yeah, she's leading the way out. I'll, go, I'll follow. Yeah. She's one okay, requesting a ter- meeting. Cool. That's a turbo lift right away. So if you wanted to, while he's just sitting there, absolutely the turbo lift, you could probably his mind. Okay. I'll do that. Roll empathy. Okay. So. And I have a five in that. Uh-huh. So. Just more than humanly possible. Nice. So you get a four. That's okay. like that's like an unnatural twenty. And is the D D equivalent of that roll? Oh, okay. Okay. I have a four. Okay, perfect. You are able to have thoughts and memories. It, it, it happens so quickly, and you're not used to whether you wanted to admit it to yourself or not. When your mother kind of released you of some of the the self-imposed restrictions that betasides have on themselves. You, you, something changed mentally, even if not physically, with that. And it, it's kind of strange. You have a big rush of sensation of, of growing up where he grew up and feeling just sensations. Maybe your mom's on his mind because you see a very specific image and sight of his mother. What would that be like, Doc, um, Dr. Cunningham? Or um, is that the right name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Dr. It. Cunningham. What, describe to us what would that would be like. Just in the small, quaint house in the south. Uh... Mom is there, uh, you know, going over homework with me and stuff like that. We're just getting ready for the day at school. She's very uh, regimented when it comes to that kind of sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. And now that you're in the mind a little bit, is there anything you want to look for specifically? Um, I want to look for any gaps in memory or um, any time that he, anything that I think might be suspicious or something that would lead me to believe that he's not trustworthy. Okay. Dr. Cunningham, I want you to describe to us your worst Starfleet Academy vendor. I uh, see there was a night I was supposed to be doing a study for a big test and instead we went out and, uh, to one of the local bars and played some pool and yeah, I, I, somehow we ended up in a field somewhere the next morning. I don't really know what happened in between there. And there's a vague sense of greenness, maybe Orion's, and he, he, now to this day he needs the pants to bat some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but that stuff like that kind of comes up. But you're getting nothing in gaps of career, and you're finding a very studious mind that's been very principally focused on medicine. Okay. But you're not accustomed to searching in this fashion, and that and that is something that's kind of lingering in your mind. 
Are we standing near to each other? Yeah. Um, I will take a step closer to him just so that our skin just briefly touches to see if I can probe anything else out to try and amplify my ability. Okay. And are you looking again for gaps in the room? Mm-hmm. Dr. Cunningham, would there be any reason that there would be gaps in your memory that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of, no. Not that he knows. Okay. Okay. I'll step aside and wait for the uh, lift. The treble lift door is open. We're on your deck, deck six. Okay. Thank you so much for your time, Doctor. Uh, No problem. Where's this uh, meeting at? Um, never mind. I don't think it's necessary. Alright, Counselor, are you feeling alright? I mean, you wandered in the sick bay earlier. I mean, were you there for a reason, maybe? Yes, I've achieved my principal objective. Doctor, I'm, right. res- I'm very respectful of your time. I wouldn't want to waste another moment of such a studious mind. Uh, I've got time to waste time. That's pretty much all I do right now. I mean, we're not going anywhere yet. What does Dr. Cunningham look like? <laughs> uh, sort of a lanky, dark-haired guy. Oh, good. Uh, That's totally what I'm into right now. <laughs> bit of a goatee going on. Yeah. Why don't we describe what your character looks like as well now? Oh, okay. So, she is just an average built person she is about five did you, did you? i didn't put any height okay no height here she's just about five six um black hair super dark eyes and kind of a golden skin tone and that's about it she is mid-20s okay um, I will say, as a as a um, bit of Star Trek trivia, um, the easiest way to remove an officer from their post if, the, if they've suspected of being compromised is with the chief medical officer doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the conventional ways that happens. Um, and the admiral wanted you to focus on the chief medical officer first to see if he could be an asset to you in that process. Should you ever do that process necessary? Okay. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do? Make out. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, roll empathy. Roll empathy. All right. So I've got a three in empathy. Does that mean I roll three dice? That means you roll a uh, you roll four dice, and then you have a plus three to that roll. Uh-huh. All right. I got one success, and everything else is neutral. Okay, so you have a force. That's really good. Um, So if you want to kind of sense motive on her, you can see that she had some intent focus on on, um, speaking to you or being around you. Um, And that you can tell that she is looking at you now with with a different sort of intensity. Uh, I'd be loose, Harry. That's why she came to sick bay. I'm going to see if we can get Harry back. Uh, we lost him? Where'd he go? He, yeah, I don't see him. 
He messed up that computer thing, and now he's like, no. No. <laughs> Taylor, are you here? I am here. Oh, good, you are. Yes. I have been furiously researching Andorian naming conventions because apparently I'm <laughs> my name is like 30 syllables short. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe that's just a nickname. <laughs> oh, hey, Harry. Hi. We lost you. Yeah, I think my internet went down somehow. Okay. Gotcha. But, hi, I'm back again. It was one heck of a transport accident. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to say... Um, Please correct me if I get this wrong. To pain? Uh, the pain. It's a th. Pain. Yeah. The pain. The pain. You see that that um, the the first officer is just lost to this world for a little while. He is furiously looking at this computer at this computer notes, and you get the attention that he wouldn't notice uh, an Orion ship until it had intruders on decks one through fourteen. Uh, I'm gonna be extra vigilant on my sensors then. Um. I I will actually do a, a quick sensor sweep to make sure that there's no you know malicious software malicious um, uh, intrusions that would have caused our our lapse in monitoring the AI system. Um, okay. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, um, if everyone yeah. could just uh, direct their attention to roll twenty, I want to see the sensor screen there. So that's on external sensors right now, but I, I just heard, heard and understood your query, and so did the computer. So you're doing an internal scan. Uh, give me uh, a skill, perhaps reasoning, or another um, skill if you could reason your way that it would work. Okay. Um, can I make a, a craft in that I'm I'm overriding some of the um, the power drain, so I'm I'm pushing more into the sensors throughout the the disk. Okay, there's no power drain, but you can do craft. Okay. That, work, that, that works. Uh, the computer just didn't seem responsive. It wasn't that, like, uh, there was a loss in, in um, you know, ship function. Okay. So, I would just, I know that the, the commander's not paying attention, but I would still report back, just say, sensor sweeps detected no hostile intrusions, Captain, on the software. Uh, I will make a sensor sweep in follow-up, but right now it seems as if everything is operating normal. That's right. And you can give me a, a craft on that sensor. If okay. You want to. Uh, and my craft is going to be five total. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Everything seems good, and you were able to see a little bit of what, what went wrong with the, the system integration. There's a lot of command protocols that sort of prevent any um, um, use of computer systems, even though it's a Starfleet computer. It really takes um, captain authorization, and perhaps that being lacking is what led to the, the, the computer not integrating correctly. Okay. I would report back saying, um, apparently, security protocols deliverable by Captain... I had it written down. Wilson. Uh, yes. Captain Wilson uh, are required to activate final stages of the, the transition. Oops. Oh. Thank you, Mr. Thane. That's an interesting hypothesis. I'm surprised I didn't notice myself, but thank you. And I will take a peek through what I can see with that new knowledge. And yes, it does look like Captain Wilson has installed an extra secure, an extra layer of security authorization. 
Well, that's quite unusual, but uh, once he has come aboard, we can proceed with the integration uh, as scheduled. Okay. Just so you know, the captain's on board the ship, oh. um, and you are in deep space. He's just not on the bridge. Ah, okay. Well, then, um, no reason to wait around. Uh, can I raise him on the ship's comm? Sure. Commander Sterling to Captain Wilson. Wilson here. Captain. Mr. Thepain and I are attempting to integrate the uh, new artificial intelligence system with the ship's computers, and it appears that an extra level of captain authorization is necessary to proceed. Can we have your authorization to uh, bring up the AI and integrate it with the ship's computers, sir? Gotcha. Let's, um, I think it's just senior officers who know who the mission right now, unless admirals brief people without letting me know. So let's brief, um, let's brief all, all the command officers. Let's get the CMO. Chief Engineer, those sort of people, and then on board before we do that. Why don't we have um, all senior staff report to the radio room at uh, at 1400 hours? Will do, sir. Okay, make it so. And I. Okay. Uh, yeah, I assume there's some sort of, like, you know, unobtrusive hangout request I can send that does that. <laughs> oh, sure. The, <laughs> yeah. All hands now hear this. Senior officers requested to the briefing room, 1400 hours. Senior officers requested to the briefing room, 1400 hours. Cool. Um, we're all in the briefing room. So all of us, all the, as the player characters, and then, um, you know, Stephen Wilson, the captain, Kumar, the communications officer, Kafra, the tactical officer, all, all those folks are as well. Captain will say, thank you everyone for being on board. What's going on? It's a, basically a brand new computer system. It's a lot of a hullabaloo over a simple ship retrofit, um, So, if, from my perspective. All right, everyone, we're gonna be briefed on our mission now and I appreciate your patience with this. We've gone out pretty deep in space and I know that we've got a couple people in the dark. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of insight from what Starfleet Intelligence and Starfleet Command is kind of working with here. We are fighting, whether we like it or not, a war with the Romulan Empire, not with soldiers or planets or starships or anything, but with espionage and with intelligence. And it seems that we are, at this point, decidedly losing that war. Uh, Starfleet Command has told ship captains, and I'm authorized to tell you, that almost every one of our assets in the Empire has gone dark recently, and we do not believe that that is the case for their assets over here. So things have been pretty tough on that front. Now what we are doing is trying to install a brand new artificial intelligence system, one that has a lot of potential. Um, there's a couple of officers in particular who have their work has been pretty integral in making this happen, and they are very familiar with the system. That's of course our third in command, our, our chief operations officer, Tepain. Tepain. <laughs> Thvain, <laughs> I'm so sorry, and I, I think you're great. And our um, and our executive officer, um, new to the ship for this mission, Commander Everett Sterling. Uh, gentlemen, would you, is there anything you would like to say regarding this computer or our mission? Uh, I would like to start out by saying that uh, if it helps, you can refer to me by my common name, Tolan. Um, <laughs> uh, and as a follow-up, um, Commander... Sterling and I did a sensor sweep earlier. We've detected 
no issues with the software. Uh, integration should be seamless and ready whenever we are ready to deploy. That's that's great, and I appreciate the go getting us. But I want everyone in this room to be able to understand in layman terms what we're talking about. Has anyone in here heard of singularity? That old uh, 21st century Earth concept? Anson Ducasse. If you, um, I, it's a human concept, a singularity, but I know that a lot, most species have some version of it. Is there that sort of idea in Betasoid? I sweep the room very quickly to see what the surface thoughts of everyone else is um, and gather, yeah, I, I understand what that means. <laughs> and yes, Captain, I'm familiar with the concept. Okay. Can you, um, you, you were very good at speaking to people. Can you explain it in better terms? <laughs> okay, uh, PC to GM question. Do I actually know? <laughs> <laughs> so let's see your character stumbles around for just a second in how to articulate that since you're piecing it together from different minds mm -hmm. and different cultures and everything coming together. And it's mostly... Um, uh, pain. <laughs> he just gave you a nickname. <laughs> no, it's Tolan. <laughs> Tolan. It's mostly Tolan who you're getting it from, and it's a very different culture, Andorian, to be said. So you're having trouble articulating it properly. And he goes, thank you, counselor. That's great. Um, what singularity sort of is, to put it a different way for the humans in the room, it's a point when an artificial intelligence can begin to prove upon itself far better and with more creativity than a humans could ever do. It's when a computer kind of sort of just starts to grow. Now, normally that would be something that would be a little bit frightening to the minds of Starfleet. We really want to have a mission of exploration and everything. That is our principal mission. Uh, but this AI seems to be different. It has a mostly uh, Federation sense of morality. And we've been able to install, mostly with our commander's help here, a lot of protocols on it that uh, allow it to be something that, that we like. It also is going to be a potentially to have a very powerful war asset against the, the Romulans, a, a, a powerful deterrent. You see, the way we retrofit ships, we go out, send them out on five-year missions, seven-year missions, three-year missions, whatever. When they come back to Starbase and they get retrofitted, they, they we're getting up knowledge how to get those ships uh, installed with new technologies to have their best possible mission. That's a lot of failure points where the Romulans get intelligence from us. It's every Starbase, it's every major planet, it's, it's all of those. With this... The AIs will be able to work with the engineers, with the minds on board the ship, to think about how they can, in real time, improve it in the field. New breakthroughs in technology, like replicators, smart transporters, those sort of things will help make that possible. So the AI will work with the chief engineer and others on it to rebuild the ship and have it adapt, evolve, um, to best fit its specific mission. Now, the Excelsior has always been a class of ship that tests new technologies. We started testing transport, but it didn't work out so well. But it's a ship that is best suited to those strengths. Um, so this computer is apparently going to be able to do the trillions of calculations per nanoseconds to rebuild the ship as it goes along. It's why we have in our cargo base enough uh, supplies to build, start to build a foundation for a small star base. Uh, anyone have any questions or concerns? No, sir. I think you put it very well. Captain, I'm a... I'm a doctor, not an engineer. Uh, so you're saying this AI is going to be learning and getting better? Uh, well, uh, yeah. That's correct, doctor. Go on. Uh, what happens when it breaks, as most pieces of tech are known to do? Well, um, 
if we're going to talk about the history of the Excelsior class, it, I think that, that, that might be able to help. The first ship, the USS Excelsior, the, it started to use transwarp. It was a failure. It couldn't leave the solar system, but it had the warp drive to keep going, right? It's going to be the same thing here. Uh, if this fancy new computer doesn't work, we still have the main computer that it's going to revert to, and it's not a physical installment. It's it's a it, it's another thing of software, so it should revert back to the the standard main computer. Am I correct in my understanding of that, Commander? Uh, yes, sir. Although I the laboratory tests have been have been quite extensive, and we're confident that uh, the artificial intelligence system can stand up even to combat strains, strains of a long-term mission. In all simulations, uh, it performs extremely well. And in fact, the artificial intelligence aspects are part of what keep it from, uh, from failing in such a manner. It can detect flaws in its own design and dynamically compensate for them uh, in situations where its initial design parameters aren't suitable for the situation in which it finds itself. Uh, as a thinking computer, it's able to correct for those situations according to the parameters that we've programmed into it. So, so no, I think it, I think it'll work just fine. Understood. Thank you very much. I hear your work has been uh, just unbelievable and uh, invaluable in this in this process. Now. Um, it's going to be rebuilding parts of the ship. Um, Commander, from when I've read the, the mission report, I, I know that when you were able to give your version of this AI your logs, it was able to think more creatively. So um, from what I understand, we're going to ask the ship to volunteer on, on a volunteer basis, those who want to upload their personal and professional logs uh, to the computer to give it different ways of thinking about helping rebuild the ship. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, if you'll... Uh... Forgive me, Ensign Dacas. I termed this particular uh, logical program the empathic drive of the system. Um, essentially, the computer can read the can can read logs and journals, uh, human input, if you will, and uh, learn to think uh, in in human ways. We've programmed it with some certain base rules, uh, but as it learns more about humans and the uh, the social and emotional bases for our logic, rules, and morality, it will in turn adapt those and uh, use those as influences in making its own computations and judgments. Uh, so, of course, this is volunteer only, uh, but anything that anybody is willing to uh, allow the system to scan uh, will only make it smarter and more effective. Okay, thank you very much, Commander. It reads logic, rules, and morality. Someone should plug a Vulcan into it. <laughs> I like to think of it as the logic of a Vulcan with the creativity and self-determination of a human. All right. Now, um, instead of every starbase, every planet, every place where starships are retrofitted and every place where they're built, having all the secrets to having um, warp capability to the, the fullest of Starfleet technology and our weaponry, um, having all those points of failure in uh, a modern 24th century that we're in, where there is a lot of espionage and problems, they're going to instead have Starfleet Command send the basic theories for this, and the ships in the field are going to improvise off those themselves of the engineers. We have an academy that produces engineers, produces philosophers, produces thinkers. 
we want to play to the strengths of those rather than rebuild who Starfleet is to fight a war. We want to play off our existing strengths and have those engineers just be used to their fullest. Starfleet thinks that this tool might be able to be an asset for it. Counselor, um, are you... Um, this is Sam, the GM, right now. Mm -hmm. uh, are you reading on anyone in particular or doing anything in this moment? Um... Well, I have some concerns, but I'm just going to do a quick sweep of the room just to see how I, what I perceive from anyone. If anyone is, um, if their emotions are extreme one way or another, trying to sense out any kind of um, irregularity. Okay. I know I said that you're a perfect empath without rolling as a mundane action, but mm -hmm. since we're doing such a big room with there's so much happening in this room, why not sure. have you roll for it? Not my best. Okay. So you have a five um, plus one minus three. So three. Okay. Three. So I have three. Right. Mm -hmm. um, extreme emotions either way. Let's see. Um, does anyone have any reservations to this mission? Uh, Asher has a lot. He does not trust this so far, what's been described. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the doctor has... Some serious reservations about what's happening. He's seen tech fail before and knows what happens whenever doctors rely too much on track orders and stuff like that. And if this thing's controlling the ship, uh, that can go bad. Okay. Um, I'd like to move on to another person. I think that his reservations are historically based and not necessarily um something that should be cause for alarm in my primary objective. Okay. The um, chief engineer seems like he dislikes this mission as a general rule and, and seems skeptical. He wasn't briefed before this, the first he's hearing about it. Um, he, he seems upset that this is the first he's hearing about it. The assistant chief engineer seems extremely excited about this possibility, just simply bubbly about it. Tactical navigation, or tactical and communications seem pretty neutral about it. The captain seems kind of empty about it, but he is just reading something he has heard before a hundred times. But you don't sense much of anything from him regarding it. I'd like to probe the chief engineer. Okay. May I roll a separate roll for it, or use the one that I have? You can roll separately if you're focusing specifically on the engineer. Yes. That's uh, one success in all neutral, so that's... Uh, Six. Okay. Okay. So he's just uh, done yet. This is... Uh, everything has been done to get the ship ship shape, and now we're just going to start from scratch. I'm sure all those people who got all those fancy theories about how things could work could be fun, but I figured out how things work well, and now they're just going to knock that all over. Okay. I am going to... Focus on the assistant chief. The static to try things. She doesn't feel listened to whatsoever. Um, and she constantly is coming up with ways to improve things and feels very shut out and shut down by that. She joined the academy to try new things and she doesn't feel like she's ever been able to do this. And this feels like something that can help her facilitate that. Okay. So I'm going to turn to the first officer and say... 
So my understanding is that this computer will actually become its own person, so to speak. Is that correct? Yes, not right away, of course. Uh, but over the course of uh, the program running, it will gradually uh, develop characteristics and tendencies that will well that are designed to manifest as a uh, recognizable sentient personality. So each person that contributes to the intelligence of this computer would be sort of like a parent. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that particular analogy, but I suppose it's not inaccurate. <clears throat> Don't you think it wise that instead of freely volunteering that all information be given to the computer, that we first screen candidates so that we aren't inputting information which might otherwise seem... Hmm... The word I want to use there. I think that we should screen the candidates just so that the computer is receiving the best ideas from the brightest minds. Well, there are always those that are naysayers and who might purposefully try to thwart our efforts. Well, the way the system is designed. We... I'll just cut you off right there, Sterling. I, I don't mind that as a, as a first day idea. Why don't we screen the, the candidates that we're going to put in the first 24 hours at very least? And then if we want to open up to a broader uh, test, we can do that a, a little bit later on. We've got a lot of time to do the shakedown. Understood, sir. Uh, counselor, I assume you'll be taking charge of the screening process? Yes, of course. I would invite you to join me if you'd like. Absolutely. I, I would I would enjoy the opportunity. Alright, well let's go meet this thing. He's running out of show on the road. Let's have um everyone here, all senior staff, let's have you take your bridge possessions, which we don't always do, but engineers you can you can man the side stations or the engineering stations and doctor I'd like you up here as well. Let's go to the bridge. Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay, Sterling and the pain. Uh, Tomlin. Tomlin. Tolan. <laughs> Tolan. <laughs> Sorry. Tom Darklight, please give me a um, a craft roll. All right. Unless you have another roll that you think. Would. Ooh, oh yeah. I feel like Tolan is just continuously just correcting people so that it just even if they say his name right, he just repeats Tolan after it. Um, <laughs> Tolan, could you go to the bridge? The it's Tolan, sir. Uh, <laughs> so uh, your antenna kind of curl up. Unpleasantness. Uh, I love it. I got a two total. Uh, I, I got nine. I forgot I got a bonus for working specifically with the AI. <laughs> oh, Christ! <laughs> you are done with this AI not being here. It's been your constant companion over these years that you've developed into this. You've poured into the system, and you are ready for it to be here and for your work to continue. All right. Um, and I will just quickly say, Veronica, I don't, Veronica, I'm speaking to the camera now. Uh, I don't think you've seen an Andorian in Star Trek. Is that right? 
I don't think so. Let me pull up a picture of one for I you. I can look up. I have Google too. Okay. They have antennas on their foreheads. They move around with their moods. Curl up, kind of, when they're happy, almost like a dog's tail. Mm -hmm. Stand straight up at attention. It's, I think you'd really love them. Well, I'm already excited because they're blue. <laughs> okay. Everything seems great with the computer. Um, you can um, proceed with a... Uh, Audio test, if you wish. I, I can proceed with the audio test. Who's proceeding sure. with the audio test? Um, let's say that you say something like that out loud. Can, can you say some version of that to the captain? Uh, sure. Um, all systems appear to be functioning functioning normally. Integration. Brian Sterling, it's your baby. So. Um, can you speak to it? Can it be spoken to? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been calling her Ada in the lab. Uh, but of course, now that she's integrated with the ship systems, uh, we can rechristen her if that would be appropriate. Uh, normally in the field, we just call a main computer. Let's not freak out too much the crew right away. If something feels more appropriate later on, that's, that's a okay. Understood. Well, perhaps it will be sentient at some point and would choose its own name. You know, that is true. We are talking about a life here. Um, Counselor, I'd like you to help us keep uh, Prime Directive and First Contact protocols in mind. I've, we've been a little bit ignorant of the idea that we're creating a life in this, this universe. All right. Main computer, come online. Main computer, now online. This is the voice of the main computer. I am a self-aware, fully integrated, artificial intelligence unit. Welcome on board the USS Grace Hopper NX-2019, an Excelsior-class starship. Captain Wilson goes, how's it looking, Sterling? All systems appear to be functioning normally. Computer, run self-diagnostic program, Sterling Alpha-1. Confirmed. Now running diagnostic. Diagnostic complete. All systems functioning within normal parameters. The captain has turned his console over to the side and he's typing into it. Um, Tolan, what are you looking at, if anything? Uh, it's Tolan, sir, and I am uh, doing a... <laughs> this is me as the GM, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I am doing a sensor sweep of all... Um, all just surface level all ship systems um make it making sure that everything is oh god uh, making sure that everything is operating within normal parameters uh hardware level um even though the computer uh -huh. software is is reporting uh normal parameters and operations um i got a total of minus one now, you don't need to roll for mundane actions. So if you're looking at your council and making sure nothing is exploding, that's, you know, a, a mundane action. Okay, thank God. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> we are still alive. This is great. So help me understand. Are you looking for system activity or system irregularity? Uh, I would be first looking for system activity. So making sure, like, okay, we, we've integrated everything. Um, is the ship about to explode? Uh, if no, then... Are the nacelles operating effectively? 
uh, if yes, then just like going from the bigger level down to the smaller level, trying to find anything that is irregular, even though everything may be looking normal. Okay. Uh, you do notice that um, everything seems to be great. Uh, engine output has never been better. Power is looking fantastic. Computer systems are looking fine. Um, the system is, is integrated with ship systems. Um, as soon as it has logs, it can, it'll automatically begin kind of becoming more self-aware and then thinking about how, um, if people have ideas in those logs about how to improve the ship, it'll jump on those. That's the first thing it knows to jump on, but it'll jump on more stuff. So it, it's not necessarily moving on those functions yet, but it's, it's primed and ready to go. Uh, you, um, the ship's linked in a comm link to a, a long-range satellite. Um, it looks like there's a long-range transmission happening. Uh, everything else looks pretty standard. Captain, heretic systems are integrated throughout uh, ship systems. It looks like our power output is already improved. Um, we should be ready for... We should be ready for multiple different system improvements. Thank you very much, officer. I regret that I dropped that, that item there on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Lieutenant Commander. He says kind of absently, and he's really still into his console, looking at something intently. Is this normal? Um, is this normal for the captain to act like this? You don't exactly know because you and the first officer are, are relatively new assigned to the ships. Okay. I feel like I would be looking around, like, trying to see if anybody else is concerned, like, the way I'm concerned. Uh, I know the captain. Am I getting, like, anything weird from you? Uh, roll empathy. I would also like to roll. Um, I pride myself on the, the strong connections that I've made with the crew, so I feel like I'd be interested in knowing if someone's off. Okay. So let's see, a two's a failure, right? Correct. All right, so I got a three. Okay. You're pretty empathetic. I got a total yeah. of a two. Okay. Uh, you guys seem that he seems a little enraptured in his, his panel, but he does con is concerned with the safety of his ship. Uh, Doc, he he uh, normally is right in the action a little bit, and you would expect him to be either either talking to the computer or just a little bit more in it than he is. Mm -hmm. Is is what I'd say. Um. Counselor, you get uh, you see text from an incoming transmission, and then it's uh, just the admiral, Admiral Hasten, and he asks CMO check out question mark. CMO is chief medical officer. Um, I would just respond um, that he seems to be acting normally. Okay. You get a response. Okay, a brief. Yes. Okay, um, Asher, you get um, sworn. You get a. a um, classified uh, communication in text, mm -hmm. and it is basically the mission that the counselor's been on. You are sworn into that mission now. All right. I want to look up over at her and kind of raise my eyebrow. <laughs> I know. I'm going to raise my eyebrow in return. Uh, okay, roll for chemistry. Roll for chemistry. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to, unless you want to. <clears throat> <laughs> I hear that. So empathy. Oh, oh, that's a lot of ones. Oh boy. I got, <laughs> All right. I got three successes. You you got three successes. I got two six six five. Oh, you got two failures over here. So <laughs> there's mixed messages coming across the wires. 
Okay. So how well, like... So that's happening right now. What's our relationship would I have with the captain? Like, kind of being able to talk to him a little bit, stuff? Yeah, definitely. You've known him quite well. You've served with him right. for some time. I want to kind of walk up next to him and... What was his name? Wilson? Stephen Wilson. Captain Wilson, what do you think of all this? Pretty soon they're going to put us all out of a job. Keep saying us thing of us. Yes, Doctor, it's it's a very re remarkable thing. It's quite remarkable. Yeah. Can I sense that um, the Chief Medical Officer is concerned just based on his surface thoughts? Yeah, empathy and surface thoughts. You know that automatically. Okay, um, I will say something that, that came up in conversation while you're out of the room, uh, Veronica. You're great. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> ben uh, mentioned that he's got a character aspect of being um, skeptical of new technology, was it? Uh, he doesn't like relying on technology. Hates relying on technology. <laughs> so you sense that just radiating out. <laughs> and he's got a lot of service thoughts of Chief Doctor on this goddamn mission. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... I think that, so, and I know that I don't know the captain, but I think that I would think that a captain not being engaged in such, um, in such a crucial element of the, sh of the ship being changed mm -hmm. is strange behavior. And that is what I'm looking for primarily. So I would like to try and probe the captain. Okay, great. Roll empathy. Can I use different dice? Because these are shit. Did I roll four <laughs> or do I roll three? You roll four. Oh, I've been rolling three this whole time. Well, I've been watching. You rolled four. Some of them. The ones I wanted you to succeed, right? Oh, boy. So, neutral, two fails, and a success. Well, even without uh, empathy, or even without telepathy connecting, and it doesn't always, it is a roll of the dice, even as a, as a Vazoid. Emp emp empathic powers always do. And you do sense a bit of anxiety and sort of dread from the captain. strange. And you get briefly glimpse the thought, this isn't how it happened. And as that thought kind of washes over you, and we're sort of frozen in this moment where the captain is really hitting something into his, his console, everything like that, there's a red alert klaxon that happens. And I switched to red. Battle stations, red alert. Well, since the chief medical officer and I don't have battle stations, right? <clears throat> right, but everyone has a bridge terminal, so you can you, you have a position next to the captain, and the doctors can sit at science too. Okay, is there any way I could step beside him? Uh huh. I'm going to walk beside him and grab his forearm and. I would like to tell him my suspicions about the captain. You're doing it to the doctor? Yes. Okay. Uh, while that's going on, I'm going to yell out, Computer Tactical Report. Information. Long-range communications are being jammed. Source? Source unknown. I am going to try and make a craft to see if I can't push a little bit more information out of my sensors. I want you to roll something that's not craft. Let yes. me look at a character sheet. I feel like I've specifically been I want you doing to. that only that. No, there's something... And I'll explain why if you pass. But I want you to roll... 
Knowledge. Knowledge. Oh, that's not good. I gotta tell you, I got a, I got a minus three on that one. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> your mind goes blank a little bit as you stare at the controls, and then you start doing your normal scans, and you're finding everything is, is normal, but there's something just on the tip of your memory that's not quite becoming articulated. Now you you are cognizant enough of it to remember that it's something that you halfway remember. What was happening right before Red Alert? I can't quite remember. I'm like looking around as if I'm lost. Okay. Anyone else do anything? Uh, let's see. I feel like I should be doing something, but I'm not quite sure what the thing to do is. I guess I'm curious about how the communications are getting jammed, or even if it can't determine the source, where that might be coming from. Um, I don't know. When you're any planetary bodies, anything that would be a place for setting up a signal. Okay. Do people think I don't have, have the, those ships like? I, I, oh, you can scan for tachyon particles okay, and stuff like let's that. Let's do if you that. Wish to. And you can head to science station and do that. Cool. Let's do that. Um, so you don't need to craft for immune dance search. So you you look for tachyon particles. You don't find any sort of radiation. Okay. Um, oh shoot! I was going to say something else in that. Oh. In regards to planetary bodies, you are in deep space. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, you are in frontier space. Mm -hmm. um, and you are in a star system, or, you, or you're in a sector, but you are outside of star any star systems, and you are a number of parsecs away from the closest one. Okay. I guess I'll make sure we raise the shields, too, since I don't think anyone's actually done that yet. Do we have a tactical officer on the bridge right now? You do. Okay. Just as a GM okay. hint, ops... You were kind of on the cusp of remembering something, and you were really in sync with uh, the commander beforehand. Mm -hmm. You could articulate like what that you, you your situation to him and see if he can help. Uh, commander, our sensors are showing that we're being we're being jammed from a long distance. Uh, I am having difficulty identifying the source. I I feel like I'm right on top of finding it, but I I may need some assistance. All right. So should I make a knowledge roll too then? Okay. Yeah, just so you know, you're not being jammed from a long distance, oh. or you don't know that. You've been given nothing to know that. Um, and you right, you had the sensation of being almost remembering something and not quite when you felt your knowledge. Okay, I, I'm so sorry. You, I thought you said that there was, like, long distance scanners. That the, no. Then I would like to change my answer, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Commander, computer reports are, are displaying communication jammings. I am unable to identify a source... Uh, I'm having difficulty analyzing my my data. It's in the on the forefront of, of what I'm thinking, but I can't quite place it. Commander, roll knowledge. Okay. So that's the four dice, and then my knowledge score. Yeah. Uh. Nice. Seven successes. Seven successes. Yes. Okay. Oh wait, no. Remember... Sorry, fours are neutral, right? Okay, sorry, six successes. My bad. Six successes. Um, which is still more than is... <laughs> it's like the limits of human capability. <laughs> I've, I've been doing... Upper. Got the hot dice. That's, after those... That's real good. After I got those ones and twos out. <laughs> so, you uh, remember uh, pitch-perfect, absolute clarity every event and every second of what's happened on the bridge. And you remember that the ship was engaged in long-range communication the moment before all communications were jammed. Okay. Who are we engaged in long-range communications with? 
uh, you just saying that apropos of nothing. I do say you say that out loud because I want to make you sound a little bit like a crazy scientist. Oh, okay. So the commander says that to an empty branch. Oh, okay. Okay. Just before our communications were jammed, we were engaged in long-range communications. Uh-huh. And... Anyone want to check that communication? I am going to right now. Okay, go ahead. Um, from my op stations, I'm going to uh, try to patch in and get get the communications up on my my sensors. Go ahead and try. Um, I rolled a two. What am I rolling for this? Well, that's just a mean day. Oh, okay. Because you can do things that you a strapped officer can reasonably do. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. As just a basically competent strapped officer. So you you try. You do notice that like the it's locked with the captain's authorization that long range communications. Okay. Uh, Captain, it appears that our, our communications are being locked through your terminal. Do you mind authorizing for for the first officer center and I to analyze? You look up and see that he has stepped away from his chair and is just walking towards the back of the bridge. Captain? Sir, please release your commu- your security hold on the communications logs. Uh, his terminal is just kind of still churned out there. Uh, doctor, you were right next to it, right? Yeah, that would have been like watching him during all of this. Okay, so looking at the terminal, Doctor, you see the communications open and non-encrypted, so you could literally just read it. And it's to an unknown star system that you don't recognize, and it says the Rose Blooms. The Rose Blooms. Mm-hmm. Ca- Captain, what, what rose are we going after? What? What are we talking about here? And I kind of want to move towards him. Yeah, he's just walking towards tactical. It looks like he's looking at the display. I'm going to grab Dr. Cunningham's wrist and say, Dr. Cunningham, you have to remove him. He's going to roll something. Okay. He rolls um, strength on getting the tactical officer's handheld taser. Um, and he succeeds, but the tactical officer recoils and is able to push it harmlessly aside. Uh, Tolan has a blade in his hand now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll initiative. <clears throat> As the GM, would you like to explain to the audience and me how you do that? Sure. Well, I'm going to declare right now, to be the easiest, that we just roll 2d6, two D, two D six, take that number, and go in order of whoever's highest. Oh, I love this. Seven. Six. Six as well. Yeah, I got a six, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go with our seven. Okay, uh, how close am I to the captain? Uh, you're you're at the science station. He's a tactical, so you're you're pretty close. You're just um, you, you know, you're, he's in the center of the bridge. You're on the perimeter of the bridge, but you're on the right side of it. So you're, okay. you're fairly close. All right, I'm gonna try to step behind him and grab his arms, uh, and restrain him. Go ahead, roll strength. Uh, so that's four. Uh, oh dear. Uh, zero. Okay. He's able to grapple out of you. It seems strange. He's just not able to be subdued. Uh, next up is our sixes. <laughs> so, Veronica. 
god, what can I even do? Okay. Can you do that? Now, you can roll deception to implant a feeling or thought in someone's mind, including the thought of emptiness. Now, that's only if you're morally okay with that. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I am going to try to implant a thought of despair in our captain. Okay, you've become a scion in TNT. Go ahead. <laughs> I really want him to be feeling like that hole that's in your heart and stomach whenever you lose your first love. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm supposed to roll a fourth one, right? Yeah, you are. Okay, seven is a critical hit in combat in Fate. So that means he's going to um, take a stress point and then roll with, have a consequence of extreme disadvantage in order for his next action. So he's going to be with four people moving on him. He's going to be pretty much subdued. And Fate encourages you to, when you see the way the wind is blowing with combat, kind of end it quickly for other purposes. So he seems more or less constrained. Uh, ops, your station starts beeping. I am going to survey the beeping. Okay, you're intercepting a communication. Uh, I'm putting it on the main screen. Okay, it's um, audio only, and it's really garbled. As soon as you put it on, there's a whole lot of static. This is Captain Wilson. The test was an overwhelming failure, and the AI had to be terminated. We received heavy damage, and we had casualties. Most of the bridge crew has been killed. We requesting immediate assistance from any Federation ship in language. Uh, is that an outgoing or incoming? It's outgoing from a location nearby. Comms, jam that. Uh, uh, your communication systems are inoperative. Oh, shit. I will As a safety measure. <laughs> okay, um, everyone, I'm going to change the screen on roll 20. So you see the Excelsior-class ship in space? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. What you're all seeing is basically what is on the main view screen and what is on sensors. It's going to be an area of space that includes another ship. Is that is that visible now? Yeah. It looks like another okay. one of us. Yeah. What the heck? So the counselor told me that the captain was thinking, like, this is not how it happened before. Right. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, uh, how do we uh, turn off that AI right now? I think we need to turn that blasted thing off. Something is going wrong here. Um, if I remember correctly, the captain was acting strangely before the AI was in place. Is that correct? Hey guys, the ship is moving inbound, so you know. Once it gets about 10 squares away, it's going to be in weapons range. Uh, shields up. Shields are up, all hands are at battle stations. Alright, maintaining red alert. Uh, can we get a scan? It looks like an Excelsior-class ship, but is, can we do a sensor so we can make sure that's really what it is? Already on it, sir. And I am going to do... Go ahead and roll. Uh, I got... Oh, God. I really wish I had better results, you guys, because I got another <laughs> minus one. 
<laughs> more or less, most of what you're doing, like 95%, are mundane actions. I'm just going to give you like special information if you were only well. So okay. you don't need to worry about it for the most part. You're able to get tactical information. You're able to get, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're able to do everything that your screen tells you. It's just, I, I don't give you extra information for, that, for those roles. So don't, don't sweat those roles too much, okay? You're, you're always a stopping officer who can see whatever's on your screen at very least. Okay. Okay. You're able to see a starship. It has a ship registry. The ship registry is the USS Grace Hopper NX2019 that it's registering. It has has shields fully going and it has uh, systems at full. Uh, Appears to have phasers charged and there's there's high energy readings on it that could indicate uh, weapons fire inbound soon. Okay. Do I know that this is where that communications was coming from? Uh, You can try to to figure that out. I would love to do that. And I would love to roll... Okay, good. Uh, If you want to tell the commander that's what you're looking for, he can look for that too in the science station. Okay, sure, yeah. Commander, I believe that this ship may be the source of our incoming communications. Uh, It appears to be an exact duplicate of the Grace Hopper. Shields are up. Battle stations charged at that location. Um, Whatever scan that he's doing, I've I rolled a uh, 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 eight to assist with it. Since I okay. does this count as working with the AI? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's only a six. Uh, if you want to tell the computer to look for it, you can assist the AI. Okay, cool. Well, then we'll do that. So then it's an eight. Uh, make sure you speak to the computer so it can see <clears> the um, Okay, uh, computer uh, route logical subroutine. Uh, uh, Sterling Kappa three, and enhance uh, enhance the uh, scan heuristic uh, from the con station. Understood. Now running subroutine. Uh, ops, you're able to see definitively that that communication came originated from the other Grace Hall. Okay. Tactical. Can we get a beat on their communications relay? And can we scan them for chroniton particles? Just in case this is a temporal anomaly. Yes, you can. You can certainly do that. Uh, okay. So we'll do another. Is that another craft check? Let's just do the mundane because okay. if you're looking for, you know, if you're plugging in one button to look for a thing, sure. there's no way to fuss that up, right? Yeah. Uh, you find a inconclusive amount of chroniton particles, not none, but an amount that you can't think of off the top of your head if it's relevant for for deep space or not. Okay. Information commander. Uh, proceed. With subroutine Theta active, this computer is standing by to attempt to upgrade ship systems. If any crew logs contain theoretical ship improvements, I can attempt immediate integration. Any volunteers? I was assigned to this ship two days ago. Communications, Kumar is going to be like, someone who knows the ship. I don't, I don't know the ship so well. I've just, just, just been here uh, a few months. I'm here on the cons. Who, who knows the ship really well? Cares about innovating on it. Mr. Ivanov, Miss, uh, forget what the associate engineer's name is. Kaylin. Kaylin. Com will reply, I think she might have ideas. Let's upload her logs if the computer thinks it might be able to work. Okay, oh, uh, computer. Anymore? Do it. <laughs> Acknowledged. Now uploading logs. Warning. USS Grace Hopper now entering weapons range. Ah! 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 
Okay. Direct hit. Now you guys will notice in roll 20, there's two modifiers, one blue, one red. Blue shields, red is hull. So you guys can monitor that. Engaging okay. in evasive maneuvers. Uh, okay. Return fire. Fire uh, front phaser banks. Perfect. Initiative order is them and then you. Uh, oh, give me a roll for your evasive maneuvers. Uh, what would that use? Would that be another craft roll or? Craft? I don't think so. Would Unless be... you're trying to think of a new way to do it. It would be a mental one. Actually, no, it would be, um, you could do it, um, it, it talked about what you could do for a big craft or a small craft. We're going to do whatever you think would, would work where you can justify with it. I think reasoning would work well. Uh, knowledge would work okay. Um, and I would accept agility as well. Uh, I would, yeah, I would definitely do agility. Um, as I am, like, using both arms and also a leg to, like, hit every single lever on this thing. Okay. Uh, and I got an eight total. Okay. Ow. Okay, I'm increasing your guys' stack up quite a lot. <laughs> okay, and your tactical rolls to return fire. Uh, no effect. Other ship rolls to hit. Um. You're, you're starting to take things, but you notice the phaser fire starts dissipating throughout the hole. Information. I have been able to execute theoretical shield improvements provided. Shield effective disbursement improved by 15%. Okay, your guys' turn. <clears throat> um, so while they're doing, like, ship stuff, can I be, like, taking the captain down to sick bay? Kind of like, and also get there to be ready for, I guess... Any incoming injuries? Sure. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're certainly going to be coming yeah. in. As soon as the you, those shields go down, you know there's going to be a lot of yeah. uh, bodies. I want to go get ready for all that. Okay. Doctor's uh, taking... Uh, you have some security. People trust, uh, people flank you and follow you to, 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 to help you um, restrain the captain if, if necessary. Okay, anyone else so, want to do anything? I have a question. Yeah. I'm, we are firing on another Federation ship. Yes. That fired first. Came out of nowhere. Okay. Guns blazing. Okay. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Commander Sterling. Maybe I say all of that out loud. <laughs> but have we tried talking to them? <laughs> That was going to be my next thing, but I don't think that was going to go over. Yeah. So, I read the room. <laughs> I'm gonna Go be, ahead, sorry. yeah, yelling out as I am frantically like spread eagle on my op station trying to maneuver the ship. Um, <laughs> Commander Sterling, with the captain incapacitated, you are now in the the seat of command. What are your orders? Continue invasive action and hail them. Sir, send open a hailing channel. This is Af uh, Acting Captain uh, Everett Sterling of the USS Grace Hopper. I order you to identify yourselves and cease hostile action immediately. Grace Hopper, hello. We find your attempt at a diplomatic solution before combat unusable. Sterling, you can roll knowledge at that. Oh, I would like to roll knowledge at that. Uh, seven successes. Terminology seems familiar to you. The comp cuts out, and the ship begins firing photon torpedoes. 
the shields are able to take most of it. Uh, you take far less shield damage than you think that you should if I hit like that from an Excelsior class. So your okay. shields are holding at 77%. 77% for two direct volleys from a capital ship is pretty good, but it won't last forever. Okay. Veronica, feel free to roll Empathy to see if you sense any life in my ship. What kind of yeah, seven. Okay, yeah. You do sense life from there. You do sense that it's strange and inhuman in a kind of very unnerving way. You also are kind of alarmed. Your, your, your mind has been very open in the last 24 hours in ways that it hasn't been before. And you're extremely startled to feel intelligent life so close to you that's unknown and very foreign. And you, you kind of take a start and realize it's sort of all around you and might be the computer. But it feels fine. If anything, it feels like it's in sync with whatever it's doing very well. But the other ship seems like an inhuman in a strange way. What do you sense from it? Your ship returns fire if you're wanting to tackle off your future fire. Uh, yeah, I think photon torpedoes are appropriate here. Yeah. What should I roll Give for this a, one? A d20 roll. Um, four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, we're gonna die. <laughs> That's better than what Sam is rolling for us. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> Ops, you see if the shields are at 93%. Shields at 93, okay. I think, Captain. Oh, their shields. Oh, their shields. What's the captain doing now that I've got him down there? Uh, yeah, I would like to know that. Okay. He is looking kind of face up and just kind of staring at the He's restrained. Can I shake him? Like, Steve, talk to me. What do you want? What's going on? Uh, you're acting real strange now, buddy. Come on. It's Ash. You can talk to me. What's going on is we've got something new here, and it could actually make a difference, so they're coming to get it. Who's, who's they? Steve, you're not making a lot of sense. He just kind of blinks at you, and he goes, The assembly... And then he just like looks at it like it's the most obvious thing in the world. Like, how could it not be that? All right. I understand that, Steve. Uh, why did you try to pull a phaser on us up there? I just I, I trust blankly you. at the ceiling. Commander. Yes. Um. As soon as it sees that it's phaser fire and it's torpedo fire, which is at first extremely effective, is becoming less effective, and it understands the implication of that, it's going to open a comm with you, and I'm going to show you guys what you see. Oh, Christ. What the hell is that? You guys see it? Yeah. Okay, Ops, do you know what that is? I do know what that is, and I am terrified. Uh-oh. Okay, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and say for everyone what that is? You guys, we've got company, and it's the Tholians. And that's what we're going to call it. Thank you so much for playing with me, everyone. This has been highly illogical. We're working on something different there. The name's different, but I think it's going to be there. And I get this audio's going to be cut. There's no way we're going to keep this in. <laughs> <laughs> I am your game Q, Sam Brady. You can find me on Twitter at CreeptasticSam. Hi, this is Taylor. You can find me on Twitter at LeviathanFiles or find anything that I make at RiverHouseGames.com. Uh, this is Ben. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the ben D. Cook. 
Uh, this is Harry Huberti. You can find me on Twitter at CuteFuzzy. Uh-huh. Hey everyone, this is Veronica, and you can find me on Twitter at TypicalVeronica. Okay, guys, thanks so much for playing. Uh, be sure to live long and prosper <laughs> until you hear our next episode, and uh, thanks again. I'm going to awesome. cut all of that. I'm going to cut everything. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for running, Sam. Yeah, thank you so much, Sam. <laughs> thank this you. was super, super fun. fun. Sam, yeah. This was fun. Okay, press some stuff. Cool. Night, night. Like I put in my guy's backstory that is he doesn't like uh, relying on technology, and so That's perfect this is perfect. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Couldn't have worked out yeah. better. Da, okay, da, did you guys have fun? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Was that an okay cliffhanger? Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Baby, we're going to watch the Tholian web. I'm already Googling. <laughs> <laughs> already Googling it. Because from what I'm understanding, it's not good. No, no it's real shitty. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, non-humanoid. What? Yeah. And they live in a... Their, their ships are 400 degrees Kelvin. What the they hell? Like live, they're a crystalline entity that live in super hot kind of ships. Yeah, they're crazy. Anyways... And they look like bugs, which is so cute for the <laughs> Grace Hopper. Oh, for the Grace Hopper. Yeah, that's true. A yeah. bug on the Grace Hopper. You guys know what the word Grace Hopper is from? No. No. Grace Hopper is a, a real person from history. Uh, she was in the army, uh, a lifelong person. I think she was an admiral eventually. But, or, no, that doesn't make sense because she'd be a general in the, in the army. Uh, she must be in the Navy because oh, I think she was an admiral. Oh, right. Yeah, this person. Yeah, and she was a, a one of the pioneers and founding mothers of computer programming. And Ooh. so much of the language we have about computers comes from her, like, debugging. The word bug and the concept of a computer bug comes from her language, how she would talk about things. Huh. Huh. But she's one of the people who, who pioneered modern computing. Oh, that's so cool, dude. Jesus, yeah. PhD in math from Yale and was a rear admiral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.